0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for On the Money, presented by Embassy National Bank.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of On the Money, the number one small business show on Business Radio X. On the Money is presented by Embassy National Bank. We are a nationally chartered financial institution, and our deposits are insured by the FDIC. On this show, we discuss topics designed to help small business succeed because at the bank, we are proud of how we help small business. This is just our little part in that. I'm your host, Joe Moss, and I'm the president at the bank and uh, welcome you to the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the beautiful Senesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. And today we have a uh, interesting topic. We have Leo uh, Weiner on the show today. Leo, how are you?
0: doing great, Joe.
1: And uh, Leo, among all things, among other things, is the chairman and uh, the on the directors of the Gwinnett Place Community Improvement District, the GPCID, located exactly where we sit right now, and um, also the president of Ackerman Retail. So, Leo, welcome to the, the show today.
0: Thank you, Joe. Uh, thanks for inviting me and having me Spend 30 minutes with you talking about the Gwinnett Place CID.
1: Tell us about
0: what that is. The Gwinnett Place CID, like other community improvement districts in the state of Georgia, is a self-taxing district. Uh, As you and I talked briefly, the best analogy is is a commercial homeowner association. So the property owners in a designated area get together, form a CID, and agree to self-tax themselves on the property. So this is in addition to the property taxes that municipalities collecting. The CID then has an executive board plus an operating executive and staff that then collects the funds from from the county and then puts it to the good use for the stakeholders in the area. Uh, we've done a number of improvements in the area, the remodel of the Pleasant Hill uh, Bridge, uh, signal timing, landscaping, everything that we can and sort of a um, in a a way to improve the area and bring Mm -hmm. economic development back into the area.
1: Um, So how did this all come together?
0: Well, specific to the Gwinnett Place CID, if you go back in time, and we'll go back in history a little bit, this was one of the first enclosed malls in the suburbs. Gwinnett Place was thriving for years. As development continued to push north toward the Mall of Georgia, this area started to feel uh, some of the impact of, of added development. So as the Mall of Georgia got built and Discover Mills got built and other developments in Cobb County, North Fulton, the property owners then got together and decided that the best way to be proactive in stemming the tide of what was losing businesses and, and loss of uh, basically perception of the area was to create a CID. We thought it was the best use of, of funds We'll have a seat at the table. We tax ourselves. We get involved with the local communities and the governments in, in allocating those funds to the best directed use for the area.
1: So I guess it's uh, several property owners who just mm. decide we got to do something here. What what's, what's available to us? And you mentioned mm. that this is part of uh, Georgia statute. So um, mm. this allows a CID to be created.
0: E- that's correct. So the overriding statute is the Georgia statute, and then each county or governor, governing municipality will have its take on that statute and put some restrictions. Um, you know, for instance, in Gwinnett County, the CIDs do not have bonding capacity. Some other CIDs and some other counties do. But in general, they, they all work the same way. You create a boundary, you go to the property owners, you try to get you know over 50% of the property owners and 75% of the assessed value of those properties to agree to form this boundary and the self-tax themselves. And they run here in Gwinnett County for six years at a time. And then you vote to continue.
1: You know. Interesting. So you have to have 50% agreement of the properties. Is that correct? So
0: there's, yeah, there's two tests. So you have individual parcels and then you have owners. So an owner can own multiple parcels. So sure. Generally it's 51% plus 75% of the assessed value. And I may have that backwards. It could be the it may be the other so way, way around. So it's not
1: necessarily one property, one boat. It has to do no. with assessed value.
0: Yeah. So the, the hurdle's pretty high. You have to get a lot of collected, re- collective reasoning behind it and agreement to, to join in to self-tax yourself.
1: And then once you're in, mm-hmm. let's say that you're a smaller business and you, mm-hmm. you did not opt in. Mm-hmm. I guess you have to be a commercial property owner first. That's correct. So not a lessee. That's correct. But um, so you have to, uh, let's say you didn't opt in, the larger businesses did opt in. Do you still have to pay the assessment?
0: When you form the CID, that, that's not correct. You have to opt in. Down the road, Okay. Um, there are some procedures for that. And we've had a couple expansion campaigns where we went out, uh, show the property owners who were not in the CID what we've done for the area. Okay. And a lot of them have voluntarily joined in. There is a... A provision to sweep people in—it's a very high hurdle. Again, for the most part, we have not used that procedure. It's not, not really the way we want people to join.
1: Just out of curiosity, why wouldn't they let you float bonds? If someone's willing to buy the bond, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't they allow you to float a bond?
0: Good question. I well, given the size of the C.I.D., I don't think that was going to be practical anyway. We we collect uh between a million and a million and a half dollars of revenue. uh uh-huh. um,
1: not really feasible to have that much. Maybe somebody would buy it because it's a six year term, basically, right? Right.
0: So we we've looked to the county to create incentives and, and look to their, you know, A plus bond rating as really the 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 and then the they say authority. no, we don't
1: want you using the bonds just for right. that one particular area. Right. Okay.
0: There there is a mechanism through the tax allocation district, which which is an incentive put in place for blighted areas where the county could use its bonding authority, right, to assist redevelopment
1: in okay. that area. Okay. So, is this type of feature available in across Georgia? My understanding is.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's a state statute that created the community improvement districts. If you look in the metro Atlanta area, almost every county has community improvement districts, and there's multiple
1: ones. Multiple, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. so it's become a popular tool for property owners to have seated at the table, take a proactive approach to creating added value in, in their districts.
1: So like in uh, Roswell has this historical district, is that actually uh, CID in disguise?
0: I don't believe so. I don't okay. know the,
1: the exact. I don't either. I'm yeah. just curious. A, a historic
0: whether... designation is typically different than a self-tax. Industry. I know that
1: up Highway Nine, for example, we do have a CID and it's worked pretty well. Uh, the, the North Fulton. A lot CID. of people have invested. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I th- I think you'll you'll find you know the evidence to show that most of the CIDs have seen a positive benefit for every dollar the tax owners have put into the CID. The return on investment through either private expenditures or municipalities reinvesting in the, in the area has been, you know, multiple fold.
1: So um, tell me some of the wins that your CID unit has had here in Gwinnett. Sure. In uh, this area.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, among the big, you know, projects uh, or wins that we can point to is the Divergent Diamond Interchange at Pleasant Hill and I-85. For years, that's been a bottleneck. It was a failing bridge where the original solution was probably in the sixty million dollar range. Through creative engineering, we found a solution that was six to nine million dollars, and we were instrumental in the design and working with all the municipalities to get that working. It was, you know, we were the second uh, area in Georgia to have a divergent diamond interchange. It's taken some time for people to get used to
1: driving on the wrong side of the street. I first time I drove through one. I went, what the heck? But tell me the theory behind that. It
0: allows for more continuous flow. Yeah. Um, traditional intersection, especially with left turns, you're making two movements of of traffic or moving at the same time. This one allows for additional ones. All the modeling showed it would increase efficiency through that interchange by 30 to 40%. I which, think it does. Uh, it. If you travel, it, it, it does. It used to be it would take you 10 to 20 minutes to go from one side of the bridge to the other. Yeah. And that, you know, now you're down to 10 minutes or less.
1: So what about um, roundabouts? I know. It's kind of off <laughs> subject, but roundabouts work also.
0: Um, we've looked at roundabouts for some different sections. They have limited use, especially in high traffic areas. Um, right. But we're, we continue to study all different ways to increase circulation. One of our top, uh, endeavors is to make sure that people are circulating and traffic is somewhere between good for the businesses and not an adversary to people wanting to come in into the market.
1: So you're you you've got a million dollars a year. You have somewhat of a limited budget, but we it could, sounds like you're a remarkable lobbying effort towards the county. Correct.
0: Well, the county and the state, we've been you know for the bridge, we we're granted a sort of grant of a million dollars because of the u- unique design. Um, so one of the ways that the CID could leverage its its dollars is basically putting its money where its mouth is. Uh-huh. So we do a lot of feasibility study. We do a lot of pre-engineering studies. We will engage our engineers actually to pay for the engineering. So we have basically a canned project ready to go. So it's been, you know, feasibility tested, engineering tested, and that allows the county to, to speed up the process.
1: of Just step up and get it done. Correct. Okay. Yeah. But they still have to obviously like the, um, now what do you call that? New intersection. What's that called again? Divergent diamond. Interchange. So the, when they did that, that was all financed through Gwinnett County, or we, did the state, did the DOT have any of that at all? It, it
0: was a combination of state okay. grants. The CID put some money into it. So we, we were really cognizant of lighting and and you know, all types of landscaping that are outside of the traditional uh, transportation projects. But we thought it's critical for the area to you know to continue to be a pleasant place to. To drive through so everybody's put money into the project sure
1: and uh w- what else here in um Gwinnett
0: so we're continuing to work on Gwinnett Place Drive at Pleasant Hill there's construction there to increase again the connectivity through there a bunch of different intersections of Steve Reynolds and Venture Drive Market Street and Mall Boulevard um we continue to actively install sidewalks trying to get the walkability in the area up um, so if you've go back three to five years, you'd be amazed how many linear feet of sidewalk we've created through uh, the district. The other big issue was now that we had the roads built or the signals timed. So we've spent a lot of money and time automating and and recalibrating signal timing through the area. Um, if you drive through, again, the area, a lot of landscaping, hardscaping area, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, bring Gwinnett beautiful, clean and beautiful back into the area. Now, we've
1: got that I don't drive underneath it that much on the interstate, but there is a sign. Where's the sign that says, Welcome to Gwinnett County? Is that what that says? Well, the, the county borders to the south of is us, that, Jordan or across. Yeah, but not, we have a,
0: a few Gwinnett Place monument signs throughout the district identifying okay. the district. You know, the, the non-transportation, big hard. Skate projects that people see we're actively involved in landscaping the area landscaping the interchanges all at our our costs picking up trash I think this last year we picked up 30 tons of trash in the area oh my gosh uh, removing graffiti we've created incentives in the area like the opportunity zone the tax allocation district and now we're working on transportation mobility uh, plans with the county
1: what about uh, are you involved at all uh, with the with the police for security at all? or So,
0: yes, we have a great coordination with Gwinnett PD. They've been incredibly responsive. But on top of that, we have our own private security that the stakeholders in the area pay for. So we have roving security that will drive through the buildings we've selected certain hours and days and times and increase them during the shopping periods if they see a light out they see something suspicious see a graffiti they'll report it back to Gwinnett PD so they're kind of our eyes and ears out in the marketplace
1: so basically what you're just trying to do is just make it more comfortable to own a piece of business a business here in this particular area and on top of that um Make it easier to come here and spend your dollars, right?
0: It, it, yeah, absolutely. So we started off stemming the tide of losing businesses and, and gaining control of the perception of the area. Uh, we've taken a broken windows approach that if the place looks good, it's clean, it's friendly, you know, to the business and customers in the area, people would come back. And now we're taking the more, you know, the, the difficult task of really reinvigorating the area and making sure that we're the area continues to grow
1: now do you have condemnation condemnation authority on a particular business at all or
0: the CID does not have condemnation rights that's left with the county so
1: you but you can certainly work with the county if you see something that they may not see right
0: um I mean our role is to identify public Projects, transportation, road, sidewalks. Well, what and, I mean by it, if you
1: see a business that's run down, beat up, do you have the ability to to say, "Hey, you guys got to clean this up"?
0: So we do take an active approach and trying to call, you know, lifestyle issues where the place is run down or they're operating a business that we think is illegally coordinate with the county and the, the police to in, ensure sure. that they're living up to code. Sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: Very interesting concept, but I guess it's the best way to keep all these decisions local in the hands of people who understand what's going on.
0: Uh, you know, absolutely Joe. So again, the, the premise is local control, local dollars, property owners putting money where their mouth is and having a board with fiduciary responsibilities back to the stakeholders to, you know, put their money for the best investment and local works best in that way. No, sure. Yeah. We're, people live, work, play in this area. The Our staff is driving through the CID daily, talking to business owners, looking for issues. So it, it's probably the best model that we've seen for stakeholders.
1: Now, are you ambassadors? Do you try to reach out in other parts of the country and say, hey, come to our area? Um, how do, do you promote this particular area for growth?
0: So we work with the Partnership Gwinnett, which is the economic development arm yeah. of the Gwinnett Chamber, mm-hmm. very closely with them. Um, they are the business attractor and arm of of the county. They, they have all our plans. We talk to them regularly about things that are going on, all our initiatives, produce the materials that they need to help sell the area. But we don't do it directly other than travel to different areas f- for, you know, leadership physics and understand how other CIDs are so you doing don't,
1: business. You're not competing with them, I guess, then, right?
0: We're not. We we view any win for Gwinnett County if they land here as, as a win and then the different areas of the CIDs depending on incentives, the, the businesses will pick where they okay. want right?
1: to well this is on the money and uh you're listening to Leo Weiner, who is the he's the chairman and he's on the board of directors of the um local CID here that was called the Gwinnett Place Community Improvement District and uh, which again is a self-taxing district organized in March of 2005 it's got 239 commercial properties and so basically the way we defined it up front it's kind of like a commercial HOA that people opt into and and through the board of the CID which is representative of the business owners you're able to improve the area. Correct. Yep. Improve yep. the area. Act as lobbyists for the for the promotion of the area. All of the above.
0: All of the above. Every day, three hundred sixty five days a year.
1: <laughs> so, once you look five, ten years down the road, what do you see happening here in this particular CID?
0: Good question. I mean, continuing change, evolving retail office landscape. Um, we do know, and working with Gwinnett County, that the CID area is a high focus area for them. There's a, a number of plans that we have put forth called act, Activate uh, Gwinnett. Um, they're studying those suggestions and plans that we've created to help mobility, redevelopment, deal with traffic. You know, we we looked, you know, there's a couple high profile properties in the area that we're hopeful will get redeveloped over the next three or four years. And, uh, you know, and that will further encourage more development in, in the
1: area. When you, when we talk about retail, a lot of people will flip to the competition with the online environment. How is that helping, hurting what's going on here in Gwinnett?
0: Well, another yeah, pointed question there. It It's hard to have a discussion about retail without being cognizant of online shopping, Amazon. Most of the retailers have been changing their formats to either smaller footprints or a combination of smaller footprints and direct delivery to consumers. So, Mm -hmm. as property owners, you have to be adaptable. Um, I think the days of the, you know, multiple large enclosed malls and large power centers are going to continue to struggle. We feel fortunate here in the CID that the location is still central to Gwinnett. We're right by I-85. There's Still going to be a need for some commercial businesses in the area. So we think we're well positioned. It's going to, unfortunately, you know, disruption causes pain and there's probably.
1: Well, it's got to be, I mean, people still want to gather, mm-hmm. uh, people still, I mean, they don't want to spend all their time in their homes alone. So there's still got to be a, a, a community feeling, mm-hmm. my thought anyway. So I guess your job as a retailer would be to try to find out what that is and try to promote around it. I would think.
0: Yeah, the trend lately has been toward experiential type of retail. So if you look at a lot of the successful new developments, there's it, it's not only traditional, you know, apparel shopping. A large trend toward entertainment and restaurants. And if you look up and down Pleasant Hill, we think we have probably one of the most vibrant and unique and diverse restaurant scenes in all of Metro Atlanta. Uh, that international flavor that you can't find anywhere except in other large cities is sure. home here. So we're we are trying to key off of that and and be realistic that that's a real plus for the area. Um, if you travel through here any any night of the week, you'll see the restaurants
1: are are packed. So um, help me with we don't have a map here, but mm-hmm. help me with the geographic boundaries sure. of this particular CID generally
0: generally so let's use i-85 that everybody will recognize between steve reynolds boulevard and pleasant hill road yeah so everything sort of to the i uh, call it west even though it's toward the north bounding steve reynolds boulevard's pleasant hill road as you get across the mall traveling west to say short of the walmart on pleasant hill road right going north along the mall area and then on the other side of 85 You'll continue down almost to where the new L.A. Fitness is, and uh-huh. some properties to the north and, and south. So I think it's roughly about three miles in each
1: way. Okay. So um, it's interesting, though. I Now, do you have the ability to expand?
0: We do. Uh, we have an active campaign just about every year to reach out to property owners on the periphery of the boundaries and fill in areas where we think we're providing service so they're getting a benefit. From them, and we've been successful every year in getting properties to voluntarily add to the property so um, and I, this was critical during the economic downturn because we're, we're tied and keyed off of property tax, so as the values fell, our income fell so sure it was prudent for us to continue to
1: so expand. a city can just annex, correct. you guys have to go out and sell.
0: We're selling our success, it's, right? Uh, we, yes. Yeah. So it's important for us to be cognizant every year of what we're accomplishing, making sure that we're communicating with the property owners in the area and those in the expansion
1: areas. Is that has that been a uh, nothing? No sale is easy, but has it uh, your efforts do they come across well to a particular property owner? I say
0: mixed success, but. Success enough that we've grown over the last two or three years, you're asking a property owner who potentially has benefited off the CID but hasn't paid in that it's time to pay in. So those are difficult conversations. Make them feel
1: guilty, right? Yeah,
0: a lot of guilt (laughs) thrown off them. And we've said, even if you don't join, we're still going to pick up the trash around the area because the greater good for the area is really what we have in mind. I think over the years, people have recognized that there's been a benefit to the area and
1: we've been successful
0: more, you know, more in the last few years than we had obviously during the downturn.
1: Right, right. I just flashed to what something like this would, would look like back in the 1800s. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't think it would have been as well-intentioned as what you guys <laughs> do here. Have you ever seen the movie Gangs of New York or read the uh, book Gangs of New York about the development of Manhattan and and the history there?
0: Uh, I have not, but I can imagine. It is unbelievable.
1: (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm glad you guys didn't evolve that way. So anyway.
0: Well, well, fortunately, all of our meetings are public meetings. We're subject to Sunshine laws. so everything's done in open transparency. So that's...
1: If someone is listening out there, what would they, and, and, and they, they're they looking around going, this sounds like a pretty good idea. How do you start one of these? Do you just go to the next guy and say, we need to put this together?
0: I think most of them have started as a grassroots effort. Uh, in the past, it had been primarily used by areas that were suffering some type of blight or decline or wanted to get more actively involved in in stemming that tide, now a lot of people are aware of it. So it usually starts off with some larger property owners getting together and then a lot of pounding the pavement, trying to get all the different property owners, identifying who they are, creating a vision, getting a mission statement out, what they're trying to accomplish. And if you look around, I think there's been two or three in the last few years. So they, they continue to actively occur around the metro region.
1: Is the county why? Is the county resistant or helpful?
0: Now, the county has been supportive of all the CIDs. And is I that think,
1: typical where they get supported?
0: Um, I I think in general the answer is would have yes because they realize you know that it's self taxing. They're doing a lot of work that could be done by the county, but yeah. frees up their time and we're turnkey projects for them. So I, I you know speaking for Gwinnett County, where where this CID is involved, they've been great in working with the CID and very receptive to I would think any
1: city or whatever would be very supportive of an an effort like this. Now, other than the the services you mentioned, do you provide any planning assistance for any of the businesses, those that are really maybe struggling a little bit? Maybe you help them with direction or anything like that, or is it more tangible type things?
0: Well, yes and no. I mean... yeah, we represent all the stakeholders in the area, so we're, we are we got to be careful about picking one property or another. But we are receptive and have our ear to the ground on general issues like signage. We've created maps in different languages so yeah. the visitors to the area can find their way around. Uh, we have done larger plans on behalf of the area on what a redevelopment scenario would look like. So we have engaged the private sector as well to help. In, in that endeavor. So
1: basically it's you don't favor anybody, but you go to them and say what can we do to help on a very broad scale.
0: In reality it's the other way around. Some of the property owners will come to us and say can we use your studies or what do you think about this? Can you help us? Can you make introductions to developers or debt or equity sources? You know, we'd like to redevelop we went through four or five years ago and try to identify catalyst sites in the area, Right. We packaged those up. And then we went out on behalf of the area with those five sites identified and try to see what we could drum up in terms of developers who wanted to co-develop or people who wanted to
1: buy properties. And, uh, you know, if you drive through Gwinnett, Gwinnett is, has just been growing and continues to grow, 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 grow. Mm-hmm. And, um, what kind of individual success have you had within this particular CID that maybe would not be affordable to to Gwinnett County, or in other words, what are some of the specific accomplishments other than the then well, I think that roadway the getting across the I eighty five was huge, but
0: yeah, so one of the, probably the uh, it's hard to point to, but everybody in the area understands it, and the county understands is we created an opportunity zone where certain office buildings were in blighted areas and they basically it's a tax credit that the state has done the success in drawing new companies and employees into the area has been an overwhelming success i don't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head but you know two to five hundred jobs plus have located in this area specifically based on that initiative and those are real tangible results with tangible multiplier effects of dollars being
1: spent in the area absolutely i I, I guess I, I didn't think about this earlier to ask well what about zoning do you have any control over the zoning?
0: We're not a zoning board but we have created overlay districts to okay. incentivize some of the property owners to create redevelopment or mixed use and there's two parts of that overlay district that have been initiated over the last, Year and that was a joint effort with the county to work on an ordinance that allows the property owners by right to create this new development based on a certain standard that the CID and the county thought was high enough to grant them that right. So,
1: um, the the way that we're, you would you would see an area and say why don't we rezone it accordingly? Mm-hmm. You got to go to the county and say why don't you help us with that? And then they would then they have to be the one I guess to adopt the new zoning. Yeah, so the benefit of the the overlay, tell me about the overlay. though. Yeah,
0: so the benefit of the overlay, a typical process developer either owns or buying a property. There's enough risk there. Now you're coming into an area that needs a little bit of help, additional risk, uncertainty, whether you can get the zoning or what kind of density and what kind of project the county will involve. And we thought for this type of area, that's probably a burden too high to stimulate, you know, the large type of redevelopment that we're looking with looking for. So, we went to the county, showed them some different concepts around the country and, and local areas where there's an overlay district, which gives a developer, by right, if you meet all these checklists, you know, create parks and density and the right mix of uses, you're zoned already. You, you Essentially, the property has the zoning in place. So, it takes a lot of the, the risk involved and the timing of execution. So, you don't have to go through a year to two years of zoning issues makes a lot of sense so it uh, helps
1: the seller it helps the buyer correct and it
0: helps the area in, in encouraging redevelopment sure
1: sure leo you're not gonna believe this but we're, we're at the end of the end of the show I, it always goes so <laughs> fast when we we talk about all these things so want you to give us a concluding summary of that that you'd want to suggest to uh people who are listening about your uh your cid here well,
0: I think the first thing for people to understand that, you know, our vision for this area is that we want to be a model for an in internationally diverse, livable, urban community. And I think every CID needs to think through or area, what what is their goal? What is their mission? Who who are they? What do they want to be? And if you're out there listening and you think, you know, you have enough critical mass for a property or properties in the area and you want to take self-control of of what's happening in that area, I would highly encourage you to seek out. People and other CIDs, legal specialists who specialize in the formation, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. with the outcome.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, good. And I really appreciate your time, appreciate your time today, and I, if we drive around, you can always uh, you can see all the benefits, because like I said, that, if all you had done was <laughs> fix that, high, that, that crossover, it would have been great, but I know you've done a lot more, so it's much appreciated. Well anyway, that's the show for the day. And uh, this has been On the Money, brought to you by Embassy National Bank. Uh, as you know, we're the number one small business show on Business Radio X. And uh, we like to talk about things like this to help the small business uh, with ideas and and um, uh, some structure in terms of how to be successful. And, and we're, Leo, we really appreciate your time today. Um, you can... Uh, listen to any of our episodes by going to onthemoney.businessradiox.com. And our shows are also available for uh, uh, downloading on iTunes. They're free. Um, And you can now go out to the Gwinnett Business Radio X channel on YouTube and watch a video of our show so you can see what we actually look like and see uh, what we're doing as we're doing the show. So, we appreciate anybody that uh, that's listening in and and uh, all of your support. So with that, I'm Joe Moss at Embassy National Bank, and remember, uh, be careful out there. Uh, leave fear in the back seat, and then this last one that we always say, which I think is very very important, is stay authentic. There's nothing wrong with who you are. You just need to be authentic about it, and if you stay true to yourself, you'll do fine. So with all that.